This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Feisty, fearless, and fair. Telling all sides of the story. This is the Rita Cosby Show. Truly stunning news that now we found out that President Biden has mishandled documents in a third location. And thank goodness, Merrick Garland, the attorney general, I don't think he had any which way but loose. He had no other choice, but he had to appoint a special counsel. And by the way, remember yesterday, we had a number of callers who said, oh, he's not going to do anything. And I said, I actually think he will. In fact, Phil from the Bronx, when you called in, I told you, I think he will. And I was right because the facts were so utterly clear and so damning to President Biden that Merrick Garland, who clearly is a political animal and remember, President Biden is basically his boss. But the facts were so overwhelmingly detrimental to President Biden that he had zero choice but to appoint a special counsel. So I want to take your calls tonight as to where you think this is going to go. And I actually seriously wondered tonight about the fate of President Biden. I don't know if he's going to make it for the rest of his term. I do not think he will probably run for president again. I think this that has exploded in the last few hours and the appointment of a special counsel. We also just heard word a little bit ago that James Comer, who's head of the Oversight Committee, Republican, is now going to look into Chinese connections at the Penn Biden Center, where, remember, some of the documents were first discovered. This looks really bad. And I think the fate and future of President Biden is now in jeopardy big time. And I would not be surprised if he doesn't write out the full term. I would not be surprised for sure If he doesn't run for president again, he wanted to, but boy, it looks terrible tonight. This to me is much worse than Trump, and I'll tell you why. 1-800-848-9222. Meantime, by the way, here is Garland when he made that announcement just a few hours ago. I'm here today to announce the appointment of Robert Herr as a special counsel pursuant to Department of Justice regulations governing such matters. In keeping with those regulations, I have today notified the designated members of each House of Congress of the appointment. And in furtherance with all of that, then he walked through the steps and said, okay, here are the different layers associated with it. And remember, they claim that they found these documents, these attorneys, on November 2nd, And Garland said today, when he made the announcement about the special counsel, that, you know what, Uh, it was just two days later, again, before the midterm elections, 
that they learned of the discovery. They got that information from the National Archives. Again, before the midterms, how come we, the American public, did not know about it? Take a listen. On the evening of November 4th, 2022, the National Archives Office of Inspector General contacted a prosecutor at the Department of Justice. It informed him that the White House had notified the archives that documents bearing classification markings were identified at the office of the Penn Biden Center for Diplomacy and Global Engagement located in Washington, D.C. That office was not authorized for storage of classified documents. The prosecutor was also advised that those documents had been secured in an archives facility. And now we are learning that documents were discovered in Joe Biden's possessions, one at the Penn Biden private office, that's one, and then also at some adjacent room next to the garage, and of course the one next to the Corvette. It's like, you can't make this up. This to me is really just extraordinary. And here is Merrick Garland talking about the disclosures that even happened this morning. This is what seems so unseemly to me, that in the middle of all of this, right, and we're hearing, okay, first this first batch was found, then the second batch was found. I couldn't believe it. In the middle of the press briefing today by Garland, he basically says, uh, well, and also we just got a call this morning about more documents. It makes me wonder how many other documents does he have? Does Joe Biden have some, like, what, in a sock, in a suit, in his bathroom? I mean, they seem to be all over the place. Who divided them? Who separated them? Boy, there are so many unanswered questions tonight. And that is really, really troubling, guys. Here is Merrick Garland describing how they just learned a few hours ago that there was yet a third discovery of documents. Take a listen to this. This morning, President Biden's personal counsel called Mr. Lausch and stated that an additional document bearing classification markings was identified at the president's personal residence in Wilmington, Delaware. In Wilmington, Delaware, there you hear it, that some more documents found in Wilmington, Delaware. That, to me, is shocking. So we've now found out about three groupings of classified documents that were top secret, not supposed to happen, not supposed to be taken out. He doesn't have the same privileges, remember, that President Trump has by any means. President Trump can actually declassify documents because he's the former president of the United States. So why is it now suddenly some sort of mystery that we don't even know when these documents were found, why they were found. And we're also finding out that they were top secret sort of clearance documents. So the vice president, how could he clear them? He couldn't. He doesn't have the same, again, latitude that a president of the United States has. And so the president could say, well, I declassified them. Yeah, they maybe were classified at one point, but I can just with a magic you know, wand uh, declassify them. That's not the case. No vice president has that authority. And also, they were in all different places. At one point, they were in a closet that wasn't secured. They were found now in this garage next to his beloved Corvette car that wasn't certainly secured. 
And then the next thing was apparently it's in an adjacent room they found another one. How many more documents are out there that we just don't know about? And it begs so many questions today about the security and the lack thereof of these documents. Now, remember, by the way, technically, any of these documents have to be in what's called a SCIF. That is like a secure location that either is at the White House, near the White House, another government building, or that the Secret Service may have implanted into your home, basically put like a facility that is basically considered top-of-the-line security. And they do that for very specific reasons, to make sure that everything is ultra-safe. You can bet there's no skiff at the Penn Biden Center. You can bet there's no skiff if you look at the pictures of Joe Biden backing up in his Corvette suddenly. It's like, are you kidding me? And then you see these boxes right next to the Corvette. It is such an incredible joke that this is happening right now. And the fact that he was out there condemning President Trump over and over and over again, to me, is just the craziest thing I have ever seen. And it is the biggest hypocritical thing I have ever seen as well. And tonight, so many people are wondering, who is leaking it now? First off, clearly, the Department of Justice wanted to sweep it under the rug. Clearly, they didn't want Anybody to kind of know about it. Definitely the Biden administration didn't want anybody to know about it, right? So we go through all of that. And now suddenly, why are we finding out about it two months later? Is it a Republican that got access to it? Is it somebody who doesn't like the idea it's been covered up at the DOJ? Is it potentially maybe a Democrat? Maybe somebody who's thinking, hey, we don't want Biden to run again. And here's the way to basically sink his career. There's a lot of questions tonight, and I can tell you for sure we are just not comfortable with any of the answers at this point. And the fact that the White House, just a little bit ago, as details are coming out fast and furious here on the Rita Cosby Show, basically put out a note saying it was inadvertently, the documents were inadvertently mishandled. They basically already confessed to the crime. They basically said, we did it. Or Biden did it. They inadvertently handled them, mishandled them. So they've already admitted to recklessness, which was basically 90% of the task that the special counsel had to do. So I think given this, quite frankly, this is a lot worse than President Trump. This, to me, stinks to high heaven, and it looks so bad. And here is this back and forth today with Peter Ducey. Listen to this because he got access to the president when he came out. First off, the president was all over the place. It was like, uh, 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 uh. And then whenever it was something difficult, he had to look down because clearly they are worried about the legal process right now, as they should be. But Peter Ducey asked him the question, how could these new batch of documents that we're just finding out in the last 24 hours end up in your house garage in the back Right next to your car, that Corvette that used to see him driving around and all over the place. I'm calling it now, by the way, tonight. I'm either calling it Car-a-Lago or I'm calling it Corvette Gate because that's what I remember as like. And then you see the picture of Joe Biden backing up into the garage and you see the boxes of documents. You're like, are you kidding me? It's probably those documents that were in his garage. That's security. 
People were shooting commercials with there. Remember, he was campaigning from the basement of his home for over a year. How many hundreds of people walked through that house? And there they were just sitting right there. And apparently it says personal files classified, right? So it's like somebody walks by. "Mm, I got to take a look at that. Boy, right next to the Corvette. What a coincidence. Let me peek in. I mean, the lack of security and the lack of thoughtfulness towards our nation's secrets is unbelievable. To me, this is so much worse than Trump. And it is time to go full throttle against Biden and find out exactly Who knew what, when, and how? And is there some sort of Chinese connection with Hunter Biden? Because James Comer tonight said they're going to start looking at that now, tied to the Penn-Biden Center. Things are going to get really rough and tumble for Joe Biden. And again, I don't know if he's going to make it to the rest of this term. I think it is that bad tonight. I've covered many special counsels in my day. This is a doozy. 1-800-848-9222, 1-800-848-9222. Here is that exchange with Peter Ducey and Biden asking about this batch of documents in his garage. Classified material next to your Corvette. What were you thinking? Let me, uh, I'm going to get a chance to speak on all this, God willing, soon. But as I said earlier this week, people, and by the way, my Corvette's in a locked garage. Okay, so it's not like you're sitting out in the street. But anyway, yes, as well as my Corvette. Um, But as I said earlier this week, people know I take classified documents and classified material seriously. Really? He takes them seriously. That is the biggest joke. There has been no proof of that. Let's go to Rick. Line one. Rick, your thoughts about all this. Ducey said, what were you thinking? He should have said, what were you thinking, you dumb son of a bitch? Uh, yeah. By the way, uh, who is the dumb SOB now? Right. You know, yeah. I mean, remember when he called Ducey that it's like, yeah, right. This guy seems like uh, he's either so stupid, so reckless or he's so nefarious. He's one of the two. You know, one of the three. Forgive me, because it's like there's no way, Rick, that somebody could be that reckless. And somebody who's been in government that long. I mean, anybody who spent five minutes at the White House knows that they got to hand the documents back when they leave. And to put him at the back of a garage and for him to be so stupid in his reply to Ducey, that was an unbelievable reply. Like, uh, my garage is locked. Like, as if that's like protecting ne'er-do-wells from getting access to these documents. And, and it's unclear if Biden himself ever should have had access to these. did a uh, wallpaper job for Biden a couple years back, and the wallpaper all said top secret and classified. <laughs> by the way, by the way, by the way, he I think he's uh, taken enough documents so far. It sounds like they could make wallpaper out of it. And I and yeah, by the way, the I would, Rick, by the way, I would bet he would say, oh, that's protected because it's in uh, it's in a locked room, even though and only 500 people go into that room. You know, it's, it's in a secure bathroom. <laughs> right. Exactly. Oh, my God. It is absolutely frightening. Rick, thanks for the call. We're going to continue with your calls, everybody. After the break. 1-800-848-9222. Stunning developments today. A special counsel named to investigate Joe Biden. Do you agree with me? I think his political career is over. The Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. 
Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. And we are talking about this stunning historic day that A.G. Garland has appointed a special counsel to investigate his boss, the President of the United States, Joe Biden. And Jonathan Turley brought up the fact that what's most troubling is we have no idea. The fact we know that there are now three sort of separate groups of documents, if you will, two kind of batches. One is sort of a single one, uh, but still three different locations. And Jonathan Turley aptly brings out uh, that they probably have been moved and relocated multiple times and probably many people saw these documents, which were listed as basically top secret, top of the top, and dealt with Iran, China, uh, also Ukraine, other things. Ah, boy, Joe couldn't be hiding anything there, could he? Take a listen. Here is Jonathan Turley. The the Penn-Biden Center office did not actually open uh, until, I believe, 2018. He moved in after that. So it's very clear that these documents are likely to have been moved, maybe divided or distributed, uh, on repeated occasions. They may have, they likely moved from one location to another. That increases the number of people who had access to them. And as we know, some of them ended up in a box next to Joe Biden's favorite Corvette. Boy, Jonathan Turley said he's heard of a lot of excuses, but never that one. And with the president saying, well, my lawyers don't even want me to ask what the documents were, uh, is perfectly bizarre. He's the key witness. He's also the person who would be accused of the underlying violation. The FBI needs to know if he has a recollection of what he did with these documents. Now, I got to tell you, that is one hot car. But the <laughs> argument that I protected these as safely as my Corvette is really not going to cut it uh, when it comes to the criminal code. Yeah, that's like, uh, what, the dog ate my homework. Uh, sorry, I couldn't get my report in time, teacher. This is the president of the United States. This is shameful. Uh, let's go to Melania uh, in Florida. Go ahead, line three. Peter, I have two quick questions for you. The timing of all of this seems to be very suspicious to me. I mean, uh, they use the same issue of confidential documents to beat up the Republicans before the election, no? Yes, very good. And a good accent there, too, Melania. Um, but you're right. Um, they used it so it is a complete double, double standard. And that's why it is such a bunch of hogwash and such a just outrageous double standard. Take good care of Florida. There may not be as much activity there anymore, Melania. <laughs> you never know. After this one, I think all eyes are on Pennsylvania and D.C. and who knows where else. Uh, Delaware, right? Wilmington? Anywhere Joe went now is going to be searched, searched, searched. I'm wondering when the guns blazing are going to happen because that did happen in Mar-a-Lago. We're going to continue with your calls, everybody. 1-800-848-9222. 
This is the Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. The Rita Cosby Show presents... Back the Blue. And in tonight's Back the Blue segment, where we honor our great law enforcement and, of course, their families as well. A powerful story coming from Miami County, Indiana, where Indiana State Police, a captain specifically, performed CPR on an eight-month-old child who wasn't breathing after a two-vehicle collision on a rural stretch of road. Police say that a Mitsubishi Outlander, which was driven by a 31-year-old mother, was struck in the intersection by a Ford F-250. State police said an eight-month-old boy was also a passenger in the Mitsubishi and wasn't breathing and didn't have a pulse when the state police captain, Jeremy Kelly, arrived on the scene. Kelly immediately initiated CPR on the child who regained a pulse before being transported to a hospital in South Bend, Indiana. Police said the boy's mother was taken to a hospital with a neck injury. A five-year-old who was also in the Mitsubishi was taken to a hospital nearby with life-threatening injuries. Thankfully, as a result of Captain Jeremy Kelly's quick actions, the eight-month-old boy and his mother are expected to make a full recovery. And what a great story and how awesome that the police captain arrived on the scene just in the nick of time. Well, we are talking, of course, about Merrick Garland, the attorney general, announcing what many of us thought he should have done a long time ago was appoint a special counsel to investigate now the sitting president of the United States, President Joe Biden. And this relates specifically to the documents mishandled that were marked classified. It's so bad that just a little bit ago, the White House essentially put out a statement saying, you know what, that was an inadvertent mishandling of documents. And when you say that, it's basically like they're admitting, yeah, things were inadvertently done. And I thought it was a surprise that they came out so quick with that. But I think they're trying to do it for public consumption to make it that, oh, there's nothing nefarious here. Just, you know, crazy old Uncle Joe leaves stuff just sort of sitting around. That's good old Joe for you. Well, I don't know if anybody's buying it. I'm certainly not. The fact that it was in three different locations now including in a box of documents in a garage at his Wilmington, Delaware home, where tons of people have been going in and out for the last few years. By the way, you know what? We don't even have a visitor log. The White House press has been asking for a visitor log of who's been coming in and out of Wilmington, that house. They've been asking for the last two years. The White House won't give it. Boy, do we need it now because we need to know who was in there. Uh, Was there a custodian in there? Was there somebody doing, like, lawn care, like a maintenance guy who's, like, fixing the bike, you know, fixing then the car, moving the boxes around? I bet you if there was a video camera, you'd probably see hundreds of people picking up the documents, maybe a few reading through them. Boy, wouldn't you want to, like, see who picked it up and who handled it? 
And you know that they were probably all in one place, you would imagine, when Joe left the White House as VP. Now they're in three different locations, maybe even more. Some of them were just discovered this morning at another location. How many more do you have, Mr. President? This looks so bad. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Larry on line three. Larry, your thoughts about all this. Boy, Rita, you're really feisty tonight. Uh, Cara Lago, uh, that's pretty feisty. Thank you. And I liked, um, I liked uh, what is it, uh, what did I say, uh, Corvette, too. I had a good one on the Corvette. Yeah, 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 Cor- Corvette gate. I yeah, think Corvette this should be called gate because if you buy all this, I have a bridge to sell you. This is all calculated and planned, in my opinion. I believe those papers, those uh, classified documents were planted, okay? If you, because first of all, when uh, when Biden said, by the way, my, my Corvette is going to lock garage. I mean, do you really take that? Do you really, as senile as he is, do you really think he's serious? He knows that Trump was just raided uh, six months ago and his documents were even in a more secure location. So do you think he's going to really say something like that with a straight face? Yeah. The, the, this is what? all calculated Larry, Larry, and planned. Larry, you know why I what? think? Because I just think he's so clueless. I'm telling you, sometimes in these press conferences, because that was not a planned line. He was sort of reading off his cue card, remember? And then like that part kind of was like just sort of off the cuff. I, I think he I think part of him is so, so clueless. But I do think there is some sort of uh, strategy game here. I'm not sure I wouldn't buy that it's planted. But I think the fact it got leaked out, there's a reason for it. What do you think? No, I'll tell you what the plan is. The plan is to take the heat off Hunter because the walls are closing in on Hunter. I believe Joe Biden wants to put the heat on himself. Then he's going to resign, and all the hullabaloo is going to surround him. And when they go easy on Hunter with the tax evasion charges and the slap on the wrist, nobody's going to blink an eye. Okay, he's gone. He's going. He wants to resign. Oh, that's interesting. This is interesting. I've not heard this from anybody yet today, Lair, but you believe this is sort of a concerted effort by Biden to basically deflect attention, sort of throw himself uh, to the wolves for the sake of his son, Hunter. So then they'll go light on Hunter and then he's what, going to bow out or something. This is sort of the part of the master plan. Yes. And not only that, but other things fit in as well. First of all, he's now tied to Trump. They can't do anything worse. Than, they can't do anything worse to him than they're going to do to Trump. Uh, and they're not going to do anything to Trump. So the, the, so he's going to get off easy on this. And they and actually they might they could do something to Trump because there's a contrast going on here. Because if you notice that his the press secretary, I forgot you know, that uh, she said that he complied with the uh, you know with the, the archives. He ter- right away his lawyers called the archives. Whereas Trump, they're trying to build an obstruction case um, against Trump. So they're going to contrast behaviors to try to build a, uh, an obstruction case against Trump. But if they can't do anything to Trump, then they're not going to do anything to Biden either. In other words, he's he's, he's crawling up. Trump's rear end, basically, or his coattails, riding his coattails. Either way, the uh, analogy is a good one. <laughs> Larry, thank you. Really interesting points. Let's go to Michael, who's in Dallas. Michael, your thoughts from the Lone Star State. Go ahead. Rita, listening to Larry, I think he's a little close, but he's still off. We have three special prosecutors, one for Trump, one for Biden. And don't forget, we still have um, the one that's been hanging around for four years. Um, uh, uh, oh. oh, yeah, I know. I know who you mean the guy in Connecticut. Yeah, yeah, who's still, but, he, but he doesn't but, seem to have but, very much. 
No, but what's interesting is that Hunter Biden was is, is being investigated by U.S. attorneys, never a special prosecutor. This is my gut. This is what I think. I think that on Hunter's thing, the White House was tipped off. Some things have been found. They know that there's trouble coming. You don't send your attorneys to your house, your office, your garage to scour through your materials and your boxes and your papers. They were looking for things because they've been given a heads up that something's coming down. They wanted to protect protect Biden as best as they could. I think they found these documents. All presidents have documents in in their possession. And the tip-off was given to them. And Merrick Garland now has been caught in a problem because he has to back away. You're going to see a resignation. You're going to see two pardons. And Kamala gets her dream job for probably four to six months. Wow. So you think that Biden will not serve his full first term? That is that what you predict, yeah. Michael? No, and no, I, I do predict that. I think he'll also rely on health reasons, but they've got to also see see how quick Hunter Biden's case accelerates now because he's going to need a pardon. Yeah, things are going to be really ugly because I'm um, also, Michael, by the way, James Comer, congressman who's head of the Oversight Committee, said a few hours ago that they will definitely look into this Penn Biden Center, all this big Chinese money that came in. Uh, $64 million, I think it is, to date. And the donations quadrupled right after Joe got there. Um, So there's some serious questions. And apparently Hunter Biden at the same time was doing deals with a Chinese energy company. Suddenly right after, if you look at some of the reports of the timing, right after this whole thing happens. And then Biden gets this massive amount of money to Penn from the Chinese government um, and others. Uh, because of Biden being there, right? Um, suddenly, then soon afterwards is when Hunter gets his big money deal from this Chinese energy company. I mean, it just looks, it just reeks. It real and and Michael, you know, I've never said this before about Biden until today. I agree with you. There's a very good chance he may not serve out his first term. And I think you hit it on the head. I think there's some Democrats uh, that knew that this was happening. I don't think anybody's planting the evidence. But I think they knew about it and now wanted it to come out because they heard that Biden is thinking of running again. He's just about to announce. He sounded really cocky after the midterm elections and they don't want to see it. So they're going to do anything they can to expose this and to expose the hypocrisy. I don't believe that somebody went there and like stuck these documents there. I think Biden took them and he probably forgot about it, moved them all over the place, obviously completely reckless. Uh, These are felonies, by the way, for sure. Um, He doesn't have the right as a vice president to declassify. But I think that there is there's there's something really fishy about the timing of all this that we're finding out it now. And you could tell Garland wanted to sweep this under the rug. He didn't say a word pre-election. He knew we found out today that they knew on November 4th. They knew a few days before the election. They did nothing. I mean, what do you think of this Justice Department, Michael? I think it rots. I think basically that that uh, that that Biden was tipped off. I think they've caught him and Hunter follow the money. I think some evidence came up to the U.S. attorneys. The swamp is protecting itself and the attorneys were there trying to scrub everything they can to make sure that the president is protected. And I think just by chance they found these documents and they said, hey, we've got to get rid of these, too. Yeah. 
Uh, absolutely. And they were, I'm sure, by the way, I'm sure Garland was probably not going to make this public and now suddenly was forced to. Because guess what happened? There was a uh, a CBS News report and they're like, ah, uh, uh, we better get it out there because it's leaking out. Somebody leaked to CBS. And the next thing you know, now there's suddenly a press conference. There's just way too many coincidences here. Michael, thank you very much. Let's go to Norm, line one. Norman, your thoughts. Yeah, Rita. Yeah. Um, you know, all of this makes me think, okay, um, no big surprise. I don't like Biden, but I, I also don't like to be vindictive. Um, the Dems opened up this can of worms with the Trump persecution. But this is justified going medieval on Biden for something presidents and vice presidents may have routinely been doing for many administrations. I don't know. Makes me think about it. Um, but anyway, in the end, though, I think uncovering of treason might justify this all to me. And I suspect that Joe did it. So, um, you know, but it's it's like uh, we never would have heard about uh, documents being taken home. I mean, did Eisenhower do this? Did Nixon do this? Did Carter do this? We you don't know, know, Norm, you bring up a good point. They probably all do. Maybe some are much more careful about where it goes, like in a secure skiff, they call it, like a secure area that's designated. But I'm sure they all do in some shape or form. That's why it was so unseemly the way they went after Trump. Um, but to me, what I'm hearing so far sounds a heck of a lot more reckless by Joe Biden than anything. And, and you bring up a great point. It's because Biden also was so nasty about Trump. And, and by the way, Norman, also, we can't forget that Biden, it was Biden waiving basically executive privilege that allowed the National Archives to suddenly go and alert the FBI and then created the basically the raid. So in other words, he knew. He knew what was coming. He absolutely waived executive privilege, which is really stunning for a current president to do it for a former one. And he basically greenlit the raid. So he wasn't just an innocent bystander as much as he wants to pretend. Also, um, I want to play. Um, this is cut 23A. This is Joe Biden when he was on 60 Minutes. Because he was downright nasty and mocking President Trump throughout all of that. Um, this is when he was on 60 Minutes and he was interviewed by Scott Pelley. And right after, you know, the word of the raid with Trump and listen to the way he replied then. He couldn't wait to slam Trump. When you saw the photograph of the top secret documents laid out on the floor, what did you think to yourself looking at that image? How that could possibly happen, how one, anyone could be that irresponsible. And I thought, what data was in there that may compromise sources and methods? By that, I mean names of people who helped, or et cetera. And it's just uh, totally irresponsible. How could anyone be that irresponsible, Norman? Now we find out the documents that he has in his possession are related at least to Ukraine, at least to Iran. There's reports China, too, as well. Uh, it sort of sounds a little fishy to me that these are the documents he really needed for some reason, Norm. Yes. Well, it, it's, listen, it's clear that Biden is a lesser human being. I mean, it's clear that he's he's this is not this is not a. Uh, He's not a great leader. I mean, he's he you know, I mean, he conducts himself like a used car salesman. And, you know, it's it's not surprising that, you know, he puts the blame on everyone else and uh, and not on himself. Uh, if you go to Delaware and I do go to Delaware quite a bit, 
he's really made a mess of that state. I mean, my God, you got a uh, and the corruption on. I mean, you hear stories from my friends about the corruption of the Bidens and the Biden family when they when he was a senator there. I mean, you know, in order to get anything done with old Joe, you have to give him a, a, an envelope filled with cash. And that's uh, yeah, it's it's not surprising to me. The the, the recording recording you just played, uh, he's you know he's he's low. He's just low. <laughs> I mean, that's that's my opinion about this guy. So. Well, and Norm too. There are so many serious questions today about Garland because even by Garland's own sort of timeline that he put out tonight. He was like, okay, well, on November 2nd, they found it, uh, the first batch. Then on November 4th, we were alerted. And then a few, like, it's like two weeks later, he appoints a special counsel to Trump, knowing that Biden has got classified documents himself. And no reference to it, doesn't say a word, pre-election, post-election. Now it is two months later. It seems to me like Garland didn't want anybody to know that Joe Biden was being investigated. And I bet you he was hoping that that attorney, the one that he appointed to sort of do a preliminary investigation, I bet you he was hoping the guy was going to come back with, um, you know what, um, I don't think a special counsel's warranted. This is bad and it's reckless, but I don't think so. I think he was hoping. And then when the guy came back and said, no, uh, we really need a special counsel on this one with Joe Biden, uh, there is potential for criminal activity because that's the reason you do a special counsel. There has to be a premise and a chance of criminal activity, uh, not definitive. That's what you're looking for. But there has to be a premise of it. And so the fact that this guy came back, he was forced to do it. He was totally forced to do it because what if this guy came out publicly and said, hey, I suggested a special counsel and Garland didn't want it. Um, Garland was in such a box. And then when the media headlines came out, Everything just sealed it and sealed that he had to do what was the absolute right thing to do. Boy, is this getting interesting. And I agree, Norm, even if everybody takes these kind of documents, Joe Biden should have known better. His DOJ was sicked on President Trump, and now he has a much worse situation for himself, and I think he should pay the price. 1-800-848-9222. The Rita Cosby Show. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Well, today, Corinne Jean-Pierre during the White House a briefing was asked by a reporter, uh, what was Biden doing with these documents all over the place? And basically, she admitted what the White House counsel did, admitted guilt. Take a listen. 
Uh, was the president sloppy in handling the classified material if there are multiple locations where classified documents are being found? Look, I said this in my, I said it in the statement. It's in the statement of uh, 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 from his lawyer, Richard Sauber. And at the end, he said, we are confident that their thorough review will show that these documents were inadvertently misplaced. And the president and his lawyers acted promptly upon discovery of this mistake. I'm going to leave it there. That's what his lawyer said. But again, this is something that the president takes very seriously. And we have been uh, coordinating. They have been coordinating, his lawyers have been coordinating very closely uh, with the Department of Justice. Inadvertently misplaced. In other words, he had classified documents and they weren't in a secure location. Case closed. That's it. You've done 90% of the case. You just had to prove that he was reckless and he sure as heck was. Listen to Senator John Kennedy, who always has a way with words of the situation at the White House tonight. Take a listen. I'm not surprised that the attorney general has appointed a special counsel. I'm not sure he had a choice. Um, The White House has tried, and the White House doesn't have enough hazmat suits to clean up this mess. Aside from the obvious that uh, the Justice Department is investigating President Trump for something that President Biden himself may have done, Yep. And now they're saying inadvertently misplaced. I can't wait to hear the dog ate it or the Corvette ate it. Which one are you going to tell us, guys? 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Steve, line two. Steve, your thoughts about this? Oh, yeah. Hi. You know, it's really laughable when he says that he's taking CIA documents seriously. He takes these documents as serious as he takes this, the economy of this country, the security of this country, uh, you know, Iran. The, the the posing of a danger by a by a run etc. The guy is a low life. The, the per- person before me was saying something about him being very low. He's a low life. He's a sleazeball. You know, um, I don't know how else to describe this guy. He's just it, you know he can't rely upon anything else. This is he's going to be resigning because he can't rely upon his record. His record is terrible. I mean, astounding. What is he going to fall back on that he did he did something great? Nothing. He's accomplished only destruction of this country. Well, and I agree that it has been a mess of a record and to not have a great record that already was going to be investigated. You think about he didn't go after COVID. He didn't have the guts to go after COVID. I think about even uh, as we're heading to what a one year anniversary soon, believe it or not, of Russia, Ukraine. He didn't have the guts to tell Putin, don't you dare step into Ukraine. He didn't do that. He said the minor incursion. Think about the Afghan withdrawal. Um, You think about the border. I mean, there are so many things that I actually think need to be looked into that he's just done that are horrendous. And now his counsel, this is his counsel, basically said they were inadvertently misplaced. That's like uh, I inadvertently uh, drove drunk, you know? I mean, I inadvertently robbed a bank. That ain't going to work. This is the Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is the Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Breaking news. And tonight, some very sad news that we've learned in just a little bit ago that Lisa Marie Presley. Elvis and Priscilla Presley's only child has died at the young age of 54 years old. 
Lisa Marie Presley uh, apparently was taken to the hospital in Los Angeles after sheriff's deputies responded to a call of not breathing. She apparently went into some sort of cardiac arrest. And then just a little bit ago, Priscilla Presley released a statement saying, quote, it is with a heavy heart that I must share the devastating news that my beautiful daughter, Lisa Marie, has left us. She further said that the most passionate, strong and loving woman I have ever known was Lisa Marie. We ask for privacy as we try to deal with this profound loss. Thank you for your love and prayers. What a stunning statement. Uh, Just a little bit ago, by the way, on Tuesday night, Lisa Marie Presley attended the Golden Globes with her mother. And she was on hand there to witness the actor win the Globe for his portrayal of her father in the film about the king of rock and roll. So just a few days ago, she was smiling there on the red carpet with her mother And she has sadly gone into cardiac arrest. And Lisa Marie Presley passed away at the age of 54, Uh, a prolific singer, a great songwriter, um, also known as someone who at one point was married to Michael Jackson. I never had the honor to meet Lisa Marie Presley, but I remember talking to Michael Jackson about her. So I remember hearing a lot of things about her and the legacy of her and her family And what a heartbreaking news tonight to hear that 54 years old, Lisa Marie Presley, the only child, again, of Priscilla Presley and Elvis, has passed away suddenly after going into cardiac arrest. What a sad, sad situation. And as we get more details, we will, of course, bring them to you. Meantime, we are talking about this big news that Merrick Garland, the Attorney General of the United States, has announced that there will be a special counsel. It's a guy named Robert Hur, who, by the way, is a Republican. He was appointed by Trump. He worked in the U.S. Attorney's Office in Maryland. And he was basically appointed soon after somebody who was appointed a U.S. Attorney, another one, was just appointed to look into the matter after these documents just suddenly came up in November before the midterm elections. Of course, we didn't hear about it then. Um, But then Garland put a U.S. Attorney on, uh, a guy by U.S. Attorney Lausch, to look into it. And he came back and said, you know what? There is a chance of criminal activity here. This does not look good. And therefore, I do strongly suggest a special counsel be appointed, and that's exactly what Merrick Garland did. You know that this has got to look really bad. Even the facts we know look really, really bad. So there is no way that Merrick Garland would have appointed an attorney general, uh, rather a special counsel, to look into this if the facts were not overwhelmingly disturbing against this president because it's his boss. This guy has been so lame. All the way around, you think about it. Remember, he wouldn't even criticize uh, when that attacker showed up outside of Brett Kavanaugh's home. The only time he criticized was anything that had to do with people who were supporting Roe v. Wade. And remember when it got overturned and then there were threats to some of the conservative justices? Well, he didn't defend them. He didn't say anything. He's also the same guy who was going after the parents, calling them domestic Terrorists, remember that whole thing? So he has been so partisan to begin with and so one-sided to begin with. And to me, the fact that he actually did appoint this attorney general um, deciding to actually go forward 
with a special counsel shows to me that he knows that this just stinks to high heaven. Here he is just a little bit ago, Merrick Garland, making the announcement. I strongly believe that the normal processes of this department can handle all investigations with integrity. But under the regulations, the extraordinary circumstances here require the appointment of a special counsel for this matter. This appointment underscores for the public the department's commitment to both independence and accountability in particularly sensitive matters and to making decisions indisputably guided only by the facts and the law. And that's why he should have appointed a special counsel as soon as he heard that those documents showed up. And also, there's a lot of other things he should have appointed a special counsel for, by the way. What about one word? Hunter. Take a listen. Here is Jonathan Turley describing Garland's decision today and how the scope of the investigation should actually be a lot broader. In terms of the appointment of special counsel, there wasn't any alternative, uh, in, in my view, for, for Mayor Garland. Uh, it, it's rather belated. Uh, but notably, he only appointed a special counsel for the purposes of these documents. With, with Trump, uh, he expanded it to include January 6th allegations. Uh, and one thing that many of us have suggested for two years is that we are well past the date when you should have appointed a special counsel on the Biden influence peddling allegations. Mm. Those will not be included, uh, apparently, as part of the investigation of the new special counsel. But we're finding out in the last few minutes that James Comer, who is a Republican, who's head of the House Oversight Committee, that he says that they will indeed look into finances tied to the Penn Biden Center and the money that flowed to there from China. And then surprise, surprise, Hunter Biden suddenly gets a big deal with a Chinese energy company. And remember, those documents were found there at the Penn Biden Center. So there could be a lot of weaving, even if there isn't a special counsel looking at that aspect. Who knows what he stumbles upon and who knows what James Comer gets that he kind of says, hey, Mr. Special Counsel, you may want to look here. Once a special counsel starts, even if they're sort of given a narrow task, if they discover something, it could get a lot broader awfully quickly. That's the danger with a special counsel. It could go on and on and on. And it could go very broad, depending what information comes up. And so listen to Peter Ducey today. He was talking to the White House Press Secretary, Corinne Jean-Pierre, and asking the question that all of us are wondering tonight. Thank you, Corinne. Another one on GarageGate. What is the White House trying to hide? Nothing. Someone gave the president a statement to read on Tuesday that was incomplete at best, misleading at worst? Who? So I have read out the president's statement. I have read it out yesterday and what he said. He said that he will, he respects or he takes classified information and documents very seriously. That's what he said. He said that he did not know that the, the records were there. He does not know what's in them. He said that. You heard from him directly on this. And his team has been cooperating fully fully. And not only that, again, I'll say this, the attorney general said this himself, that he heard from the team shortly after. So we have laid out, laid out uh, what has occurred here. You've heard from the White House counsel. Uh, I just read the statement uh, from uh, from his lawyer. And again, 
you know, we take this very seriously and the president does as well. Does anybody believe that the White House takes it seriously? Does anybody believe that the president takes it seriously? To me, there are so many unanswered questions tonight. And again, when they appointed the special counsel, Jack Smith, who is the guy in charge of the investigation of all the Mar-a-Lago documents, which also, by the way, they're also having that special counsel looking at January 6th, because everything January 6th, January 6th, January 6th, remember. So they're having him look into it. They already knew that Biden had at least had documents in at least one location, and they never mentioned it to the public. This stinks to high heaven, and this is cover-up city, and I think this could be a sign of the very end of Joe Biden's presidency. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to BJ first. Uh, and BJ, I understand you want to talk um, about Lisa Marie Presley, too, which is just so heartbreaking to hear this news tonight. Oh, it's a complete tragedy. Uh, a lot of people don't understand. First of all, she had like folk hero status down in Graceland. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, By the way, I've been. To, have you been to Graceland? I went to Graceland. But- about three or four times, uh-huh. I had I had the honor of meeting some some very uh, met James Burton, uh, some great James Burton stories. He's a lovely, lovely man. He was Elvis Presley's lead guitarist, and he of course is rock and roll royalty, uh, down to earth, loved people. I, I met um, uh, Scotty Moore, another man, just kind of very down to earth. He's since passed, but you know Lisa Marie Presley. Uh, uh, you know, really was kind of the child of of um, that madness, uh, and uh, you know she uh, she's very fragile. You know, yeah, and also by uh, the way, very reclusive. Like even when yes. she was married to Michael Jackson, I mean, here you had talk about you know double rock and roll royalty, if you will, you know, music royalty. Yep. Um, even during that time, she was very reclusive. She had yes. a, you know had kept really to herself. Um, always, you know, was, you know, tried to stay out of the headlines, but also always talked about her father and understood the legacy. Like there was an, I was watching actually a documentary not that long ago, BJ, where she was talking about the importance of being Elvis's daughter and what that meant and how she always wanted the world to remember, um, just his groundbreaking music and style. And she just had such deep respect for what her father did and and being a Presley, what it meant. Um, And I just can't believe it. I couldn't believe it. When I heard that she was rushed to the hospital tonight, I was like, oh, my gosh, at age 54. And then to hear suddenly the next thing, you know, it was a few minutes later that she passed. It it is heartbreaking, BJ. It's really heartbreaking. It it really is, Rita. And thank you for for mentioning it. She really had... um uh her a tough life of her own you know uh, joe esposito uh uh the manager of uh uh and close confidant of elvis presley said you know uh it's uh easier it's better to be an angel in heaven than to be a star on earth and i think in her case it it probably uh as sad as it is i mean she really had a, a rough life uh in many respects emotionally and she made it rough on herself she was a product of all of this crazy insanity i saw her open up for chris isaac about 20 years ago i can't believe it's 20 years she came out with her own album and she really did a beautiful job but she she you know she couldn't follow up with that and then of course her son passed away a bunch of years ago 
uh, very tragic, and she had these crazy marriages with Nicolas Cage and all this. You mentioned that. Yeah, it was like the fast-moving marriages and and clearly somebody who was sort of searching for love, searching father figure, figure too. Um, And like you just said, emotions, the drugs, there were all different reports through the years and problems and you know, it's just, it, it is still just so heartbreaking. And also, again, I was just looking at images of her um, not that long ago. I mean, it was just a few days ago at the Golden Globes. And here is this, you know, um, this biopic about her father that, you know, came and got big awards. I mean, the guy who got, I think he won the uh, Golden Globe for Best Actor was a guy who played, um, you know, played, uh, you know, parts about her dad in the film. So it's it's just, it is so, so sad. BJ, thank you for the beautiful call. It's really important um, because she truly uh, was a part of rock and roll royalty. And you think about um, some of the biggest ever of our time, Elvis Presley. I always tell people, people have asked me, by the way, BJ, like, who would I have loved to have met? And I've been blessed to meet a lot of people. I never met Elvis. And I would have loved to have met Elvis, you know, I mean, uh, larger than life um, and so charismatic and and talented and what a showman and to be a part of that family as she was, um, was just a, a blessing and also a burden, as we're talking about tonight. Um, BJ, thank you very, very much. Um, let's go to Terry. Terry, you've been kind enough to wait for a while. I know you want to talk about Joe Biden and the fact that now a special counsel finally is looking into him. Go ahead. Yes, thank you, Rita, for taking my call. You know, I personally feel I have to agree with a lot of your calls this evening. I'm listening to everybody. And my personal opinion is that I believe this is all part of the exit strategy by the Democratic machine. Um, Biden was only supposed to serve a short time. That was that was the goal. I do not give him any. I do not believe that he is smart enough to uh, steal classified uh, documents. Uh, and I just I just don't think he's he's up to that task. I think this is this. These were planted. I think this is all part of. Uh, a, con- a, a conspiracy, if you will, maybe by Obama. Oh, that's um, interesting. Know. Terry, so you don't think he took him? See, I think he's dumb enough to take him. And I also think if you look at all the stuff that's going on with Hunter and all the intersections and how bad it looks with all the stuff with Ukraine tied with, you know, Burisma, the energy company there, and also all the other stuff, I could see why Joe would want those documents out. Um, but I think the fact that it kind of came out now, um, or maybe they became suddenly more, uh, maybe they became discovered now, might be. I wouldn't be surprised that it has something to do with Obama. It was a former Obama White House counsel who found the first batch at that Penn Biden office. And I don't find it a coincidence. He's really close to Kamala. And remember, Joe Biden hasn't announced he's running for president yet again, you know, to rerun again uh, and go for a second term. And he's sounding like he was more and more just about to do it. And I wouldn't be surprised that that either the Obama machine or somebody said, hey, we got to get this out there. He's got these documents or it's been swept under the rug and it can't be anymore. So I think you're on to something there, Terry. Thank you very much, everybody. We're going to continue your calls after the break. 800-848-9222. The Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. So I say this is much worse than the documents with Trump and Mar-a-Lago. 
And I think this could be the beginning of the end of President Biden's presidency. Let's go to your calls, everybody. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Stan. Uh, Stan, your thoughts now that a special counsel has been appointed. You know it's got to be bad because that's the last thing Merrick Garland would want to do. Go ahead. First of all, I think uh, it's incompetence on part of the office staff and the, the people that worked with him that this was not known or that it had been done. I don't think he physically did anything, put them on so forth. I think when he left the vice presidency and left it, uh, they take out documents. And I guess he didn't know what was going on and so forth. But here's the thing you don't get. OK. All right. Tell me. Yeah, please enlighten me. I will enlighten you because you need some enlightenment. Not all the time, but at this moment. All right, I'll take it. Go ahead. Okay, this guy isn't fighting not to have it done. This guy is not stopping uh, uh, the people from doing it. He isn't going to court not to do it. Okay, here's the he point. He has no choice. Just a minute, Donald Trump. No choice. And he's not, of course not. But that's not what the other person did. He stopped people from going. He didn't want to give anything up. He went to court. He tried to get a special master to see what to do and so forth. But President Biden hasn't done that. He's been extremely cooperative. In terms of people's, uh, the people that worked for him and did all of this stuff and put this in there, that's stupidity and ignorance on the first level. All I right, agree. so hang but, on, Stan. Stan, but, hold on, but, hold on, right. hold on. I let you talk. Two things. One, first of all, he may have taken, he was likely the one who took the documents out to begin with. They're at his private locations in his garage. So he should have known because he's responsible if he removed them. He's responsible to have not removed them. He didn't have the authority. If he's the vice president, you can't just suddenly declassify. President Trump could have. And second of all, they went in with guns blazing into Mar-a-Lago. They went in and they went after him. Look at the, like, I call it the pansy treatment that they have given this president and the fact that they put it off. I'll let you respond, Stan. So stick with us. I can't wait to hear the comeback on this one from you. This is the Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network. The Rita Cosby Show presents Support Our Heroes. And in tonight's Support Our Heroes, where we honor our great military and also their families. A nurse who's originally from Virginia is honored with a distinguished flying cross. A transportation nurse who was with the Minnesota National Guard's 133rd Airlift Wing was honored with the highest flying award for saving 22 people during a deadly airport bombing in Kabul, Afghanistan. Remember that? In 2021, it was during Biden's evacuation of that area. Major Katie Lunning, now an intensive care nurse at Central Iowa, Virginia Healthcare System, was honored with the Distinguished Flying Cross during an event last weekend. Lunning is only the 12th woman in the military to receive the award, and it's only the second time that it's been awarded to a nurse when describing the chaos of the attack that killed 
170 civilians and 13 U.S. service members, Lunning said that her unit received a no-notice call that they needed to attend to an unknown number of casualties. Lunning helped evacuate 22 patients with serious injuries ages 18 month to young adults on the day of that attack. She said that adrenaline kept us going. We just kept focused on our jobs and what we could do as a team. She said she was motivated to help all those people because she could see herself in their eyes. She knew that she was helping their families as well. Bravo to this great nurse and also all the great nurses out there who do so much in the military, and, of course, this one who saved 22 lives on that very, very difficult day in American history. And we are talking, speaking of history, the fact that now Merrick Garland has decided to appoint a special counsel against President Joe Biden. Now, the fact that Merrick Garland has actually appointed a special counsel clearly shows that they believe there is a possibility of criminal activity. They didn't need to do it. They had another U.S. attorney sort of looking into the case. And if he came back and said, oh, you know, I don't think there's anything criminal here or anything that looks nefarious, let's move on. We might not have even heard about it because it sounds like they were trying to sweep it under the rug. But obviously things were so glaring and so bad, and there have been a lot of leaks of late Finding out about it, we should have found out about it in November, according to the timeline that we heard from Garland. But there was no choice for Garland but to appoint this special counsel. And now Joe Biden and everything he does is going to be under the microscope. Let's see what happens. Let's see. Is the FBI going to go raid all these Biden locations like they did with Trump? They should. Are they going to go start questioning everybody, including the president of the United States? Because he's probably witness number one. They should. Let's see where this goes. And let's see if it expands now to maybe Hunter Biden and finances. Does it go into China? Does it go into Ukraine? Remember some of these documents related to some of these overseas issues? And they were marked top secret, top secret, classified. They were clearly marked. I still don't know all the details as to why suddenly you have expensive attorneys doing house cleaning, so to speak, and then they just happen to stumble upon the documents. I think there's a lot more to the story than meets the eye. But I think it's safe to say that this will utterly damage Joe Biden's political career. It may damage his presidency, and it may seal his fate that he will not run for a second term. I think he is in big time trouble and i think he knows it and i think it is panic mode now at the white house we're taking your calls on all of this 1-800-848-9222 1-800-848-9222 here off first off is jonathan turley because he said you know what it doesn't make sense the timeline that garland put out today He put out a statement saying that apparently these attorneys, these expensive attorneys, I don't know why he didn't just hire a moving company if he didn't know he had documents in there. But so they find the documents, okay, on November 2nd. Then the National Archives, two days later, contacts the Department of Justice and alerts them about this. So it's still before the midterms. Why didn't we know about it? We didn't. Then the FBI did an assessment on November 9th. Then on the 11th, 
they assigned a U.S. attorney, this a U.S. attorney Lausch out of Chicago to do an initial review. Um, then he comes back and says there should be, by the way, uh, definitely a special counsel. So Merrick Garland had no choice. And in between all this, Garland appoints a special counsel for Trump, who's the president, who actually has more authority with documents like this because he can just declassify at whim. Biden couldn't declassify it when he was only a vice president at that time. So I think Biden is in enormous trouble. And Jonathan Turley has a big issue with the timeline. Take a listen. Because I was one thing about the timeline. I mean, first of all, um, it did not seem to have a sense of urgency about it. On the second, a highly classified documents at the TSSCI level had been found in the uh, Penn Biden office. It wasn't until the second that someone called over to the Department of Justice. It wasn't until a week after discovery that you had the assessment done. Uh, but what was really striking was that the final document uh, thus far was disclosed on December 20th, but that was by personal counsel to the president. So the question is, why wouldn't the FBI have been going through this material by this point? You had discovery of classified material uh, in unsecure locations, at, tw- at least two of them, uh, and yet it was still private counsel who was going through the material. Yeah, and you know that if the shoe were on the other foot, they wouldn't send like dozens of FBI agents. They'd send like a SWAT team, you know. They'd bring in the uh, Mossad, too. They'd bring in like foreign countries uh, to Mar-a-Lago suddenly. Give me a break. And Senator John Kennedy, straight-talking John Kennedy, puts it this way. It's been almost 90 days since this happened. And if the shoe were on the other foot, as it indeed once was... Uh, many of the my Democratic friends would be screaming like a banshee about this. But there's been a, a 90 days almost of stone cold silence. Stone cold silence. And then I got to play this back again because I've been calling it Corvette Gate and Car-a-Lago. One of you guys called it Garage Gate. So that's good, too. That's another good one. Uh, But here is Peter Ducey asking the question today of the president when this revelation came out that more documents were by his Corvette, you know, his beloved Corvette. He did this commercial with the Corvette, you know, it always has his like dark glasses on. And like, I think he thinks he's like Elvis, as we're talking about people, uh, thinks that he's like, you know, this hot guy in the car and the whole to do. Uh, And listen to this crazy exchange when Peter Ducey says, what the heck was going on with you? You put these top secret documents in a box right next to your Corvette in your garage. Are you kidding me, Mr. President? And listen to this bizarre answer from the president. Classified material next to your Corvette. What were you thinking? Let me, uh, I'm going to get a chance to speak on all this, God willing, soon. But as I said earlier this week, people, and by the way, my Corvette's in a locked garage. Okay, so it's not like you're sitting out in the street. But anyway, yes, as well as my Corvette. Um, But as I said earlier this week, people know I take classified documents and classified material seriously. Right. Is there any evidence of that based on what you have heard? 1-800-848-9222. Let's go back uh, to Stan. Uh, Stan, your thoughts on all this after you heard this, that he left 
boxes well, next to his Corvette yeah. in yeah. a garage. Give me a break. Yeah, let's talk about the FBI. You brought up the FBI and so forth. Why didn't they? Do? It's simple. Uh, uh, President Biden is not a threat to the country as Donald Trump was after January 6th. Oh, that and, is hogwash. That, that is, is such hogwash. hogwash. They were afraid that he may take documents and so forth, and who knows what he was going to do. After January 6th, he could not be trusted. And that was one of the reasons the FBI thought about it and decided to do what they did. I don't think the FBI has any intention, if they're going to go see it, that President Biden is a threat to the nation as Donald Trump is. Oh, okay? I, think, I think, by the way, based on what we're seeing now, he's an enormous threat. because no, he can't, I doubt it. He can't no. even remember In, where I, his documents are. Incompetence. Stan, Stan, incompetence is not an excuse. If the documents were recklessly placed in a position where were people recklessly placed. Stan, you think somebody sticking it next to his Corvette is in a safe spot in a garage? Are I you kidding me? Stupid. Why don't you I put it at a car wash? Why don't you, I agree. Why don't you put stupid. it out on the, on the street and say, hey, anybody want secrets uh, from Ukraine? Well, I'll give well, it to you for look, a nickel. Put it in the trunk. If, if I would, <laughs> I mean, you've got a car, put it in the trunk. But I think that's absolutely ridiculous. I agree that the finding of these things all over is extremely embarrassing. I agree. And it extremely shows the staff, whoever did this, didn't know what the hell or didn't do the right thing at the time. Why are but you defending? He, hang on. Why are you defending the staff didn't know? The staff claims they just stumbled well, I don't upon think it. He packed it up and put them all there himself. No, but he had no to way. have taken them and he should have returned them. When you leave the White I, House, I, well, you have to well, say, what's I what? returned. Okay, and he didn't. But did he, did he commit a crime? That's yes, the test. Yes. Well, you yes. say so. No, I don't agree with Stan, a lot of things Stan, you say. Stan, I'm telling you, if you misplace documents, you have committed a crime. The well, question, then Donald Trump but, should but, be on his way to Dannemora uh, uh, Prison. But, okay? but hang on. The question sure. is, yeah. will they prosecute? Technically, so. that's what I'm saying. There's a whole other level no, of what, you, you, look, look, have to, look what right. happened with Hillary. Hillary bleach bit all those information. Excuse you know? me. Uh, look, I agree they have to investigate it. There's no doubt about it and so forth. But did he go out of his way to stop it? Did he go out of his way to obstruct the uh, government officials like Donald Trump did? No. Donald Trump has a history of obstruction and he has a history oh, and, of lying. And, oh, and, and oh, and right. And Biden's been so honest about all the deals with Hunter. He doesn't know what Hunter. Deal? He what doesn't deal? know. He doesn't know Hunter's business partners. And then there's like thirty shots of him playing golf and hanging out with them. What I deals? Mean, I want to know where the money is. Yeah, Show me I, the money. By the way, I want to know where the money is too. So, Stan, let's you and I investigate together. We got a deal. Okay, I'm for that. Let's do it. <laughs> Stan, I love you. Thank you very much. I don't always agree with you, but I do love you. Let's go to Roger. Line. Seven. Rod, your thoughts? Yeah, it's the third day I've been holding off. As he's tell Stan if, he, if Trump was so guilty, why did Adam Schiff withdraw the subpoena against him? And Schiff should they should owe the Democrats should owe Trump an apology for dragging through all. All, all right. So, I agree. I and agree. And that's why Trump it's defended ridiculous. himself and resisted because he really wasn't guilty about that. But I want to get to the point about these uh, documents. Do you remember? Um, <clears throat> When uh, Biden was uh, had begun in 2020, there was a sexual harassment allegation against him. Yeah, by Tara Reid. Uh, then we found out a couple of days later. Tara Reid. Um, Tara Reid is the woman who made that yeah. allegation, I believe. Yeah, yes, and the mother called Larry King show, and they, they both liked Biden. And But anyway, remember we heard that um, uh, campaign staffers were also not only lawyers, uh, good house cleaners, but I guess campaign staffers, too. They visited his library in Delaware, 
And the theory was that, oh, they're going to try to yank out any kind of documentation uh, showing, uh, validating that accusation. And uh, so we're going to find those documents uh, in, the, in some garage somewhere, somewhere. That's a great point. And by the way, Raj, if I remember correctly, those documents were sealed by the University of Delaware. They would not put them out uh, because he had some information and files there. And you wonder, A, to your point, did his staff take the documents? Who knows? Uh, B, why haven't we seen them? Either they took them or they are under seal, as I think I remember they made that allegation, uh, the university, that they weren't putting it out there. And if there's nothing to hide, why not put that out there, too? Uh, That's a great point, uh, because there seems to be a little bit of a pattern here, Raj. Great, great call, Raj. Thank you so much. Um, Let's go to uh, let's go to Dave in Pennsylvania. Your thoughts, Dave. Hi, 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 thanks for taking my call. Uh, you know, I actually believe that President Biden, his this is the exit strategy that you talked about. I agree, this is part of the exit strategy, and I think he's going to resign, and he'll pardon his son, and he'll pardon himself. And you know, and I believe I actually believe that Biden is in agreement with this and knows this is part of the game plan. And when you think about his candidacy during the primary, remember he was being beaten down terribly, and then. The Democratic Party power brokers all got together and decided that Biden is going to be our, our candidate, and they all rallied around him, and he won the nomination. And I just think it's it's completely orchestrated, uh, and it just goes to show you how, I guess, well organized and how much control the puppet masters of the Democrat Democratic Party have over the party. I really, I so I don't think he's trembling in his boots. I think this is. Unagreed, and he knows this is going to be part of the. This is part of the game plan. He did his damage. He brought all the illegals, and he did. He destroyed. He pretty much managed the decline of America just as much as they want. And now it's time for him to go, and they'll bring somebody else in and try to dissociate from what Biden has done. That's interesting, that's Dave. That's an interesting theory. So, like, he's sort of in on this. I'm not sure if he's in on this because he just seems so clueless. Um, and I feel like he always seems to say the quiet part out loud. Like what she did today was like, oh, well, the Corvette's locked, like, you know, like, you know, which is what I think he thinks he's thinking, you know, which is like who, what kind of a somebody with like, a, a, you know, any part of an IQ would even say that. But he did. And I think he thinks that. And I think they'd be too scared to let him in on it because he'd say, hey, by the way, Kamala told me to blank, blank. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised that the Democratic machine is done with Joe and they don't want him to run again. And he suddenly is kind of skipping in a step and saying, hey, I'm staying. And they're privately saying, no, you ain't. Um, there's something behind this and the timing of this, too. It's really, really suspect. Dave, thank you. We're going to continue your calls, everybody. 1-800-848-9222. Is it the end of Joe Biden's career? And does he know it? The Rita Cosby Show. Well, I don't think there's good loving going on at the White House tonight. Uh, I think they have gone mad because they are panicking in the West Wing. And I think Joe Biden is in serious trouble. Uh, Let's go to Pete. Line seven. Pete, your thoughts about all this, my friend. Hi, Rita. 
Oh, wow. I think the right song for Joe Biden right now is Should I Stay or Should I Go? Yeah, you know, that's I think a good that's one. A yes. Yes. I'm going to play that tomorrow. That's a good one. Definitely. Uh, yeah, look, hey, look, the worm has turned. I mean, you know, he did a bad thing and he was yelling about Trump to win it, but Trump was the president. He was a vice president. He couldn't declassify these papers. And, uh, what are they doing in this garage in the first place with his Corvette? Usually the Corvette is like, uh, you know, uh, they're supposed to be your first car, not your last car. You know? <laughs> and uh, and it may be his last hurrah based on uh, yeah. the things that are happening. Pete, thank you very much. You're always so awesome. Love hearing from you. Thank you. Let's go to Robert, uh, line four in Philly. Go ahead, Robert. Hi, how you doing, Rita? It's nice to talk to you. And before I get to my point, which will be very quick, Thank you for that with Stan. He not only he totally exposed his hypocrisy, and I don't know if that was your intention or not, but you truly brought it out in him. Thank um, you. I, I bring out I bring out the best in him. Go ahead. <laughs> um, did you notice that this special counsel was announced without a formal request? Yeah, well, they did say that we suggested. He actually did request it a couple days prior to. Never, did you hear it? Never. The, never done without a formal request. And the reason why he came right out and did it was because now they have the option at the press at the press briefings to say, I'm sorry, that's currently under investigation and we can't comment on it. I will refer you to the DOJ. Well, They're by the, by the way, Robert, the you're, Robert, you're right. You're right about that, that they now are saying we can't answer. It gives Corinne Jean-Pierre yeah. uh, like a lot of cover. They did say what happened was this guy, Lausch, who is a U.S. attorney, came back on January 5th. I'm looking at the timeline and said that, quote, a special counsel is warranted. So he okay. did make I, the well, record. Yeah, he did make the recommendation. I don't, anything, I don't believe anything that comes out of this administration. By far the lyingest administration I have ever seen, and I've followed it since 1976. This guy has set a record. But you have a great night, Rita. I love your show. Thank you, Robert. Love you very much. Appreciate it. Uh, let's go to Dan real quick. Line one. Go ahead, Dan. Your thoughts in Ohio. Okay, real quick, Rita. I think this is a smoke screen. His attorneys had plenty of time. To pull all the files that were detrimental to Biden. And when they go through all those files, they'll make him look like he's squeaky clean. Ah, as clean as an oil job on his Corvette. You never know, Dan. That could be the case. It could be a setup. But still, the fact that he still took them doesn't, doesn't matter almost what's in them. I mean, obviously, there could be some very nefarious things in there. But the fact that he took them and mishandled them and put them in places that were clearly not government secured, it almost doesn't matter if it clears him or not. Uh, Either way, it still is a very, very bad thing. Real quick, Dom, I'm going to give you two seconds because I love you in Minnesota. Go ahead, Dom. Yeah, Rita, great call from Stan. I love that guy, Hoodstock. You know, Joe may be incompetent, but his incompetence at the presidential level can lead to Watergate, Monica Gate, maybe Hunter Gate. You're right. And now it is Corvette Gate and Car-a-Lago. The Rita Cosby Show on the Red Apple Podcast Network.